This is Today in History, December the 7th. On this day in 1787, Delaware becomes the first state to ratify the U.S. Constitution. And on this day in 1842, the New York Philharmonic performs its first concert. Also on this day in 1987, Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev sets foot on American soil for the first time, arriving for a Washington summit with President Ronald Reagan. Я прибыл с визитом Соединенных Штатов Америки для того, чтобы завершить работу над договором, подписать договор по ракетам средней дальности и ракетам меньшей дальности. Того договора, которого ждут все народы, народы всего мира. I have arrived in your country on this visit to complete work and to sign the treaty on the elimination of intermediate and shorter range missiles, thus completing work on the question which all of the peoples, all of the nations of the, of the world have been looking to us to do. And back in 1993, a gunman opens fire on a Long Island Railroad commuter train, killing six people and wounding 19. As soon as the door closes, I hear shooting. I see blood all over. Everybody's running crazy. One went over my head and one went to my arm and to my chest. The shooter was later sentenced to a minimum of 200 years in prison. And on this day in 1941, Pearl Harbor is bombed. Japan, like its infamous Axis partners, struck first and declared war afterwards. Costly to our Navy was the loss of war vessels, airplanes and equipment, but more costly to Japan was the effectiveness of its foul attack in immediately unifying America in its determination to fight and win the war thrust upon it and to win the peace that will follow. At 7.55 a.m. Hawaii time, a Japanese dive bomber bearing the red symbol of the rising sun of Japan on its wings appears out of the clouds above the island of Oahu. Behind, a swarm of 360 Japanese warplanes follows, descending on the U.S. naval base at Pearl Harbor in a ferocious assault. The surprise attack struck a critical blow against the United States Pacific Fleet and drew the United States into World War II. With Diplomatic negotiations with Japan breaking down, President Roosevelt and his advisors knew that an imminent Japanese attack was probable, but nothing had been done to increase security at the important naval base at Pearl Harbor. It was a Sunday morning, and many military personnel had been given passes to attend religious services at the base. At 7.02 a.m., two radar operators spotted large groups of aircraft in flight toward the island from the north. But with a flight of B-17s expected from the United States at the time... They were told to sound no alarm. Thus, the Japanese air assault came as a devastating surprise. Much of the Pacific fleet was rendered useless. Five of eight battleships, three destroyers, and seven other ships were sunk or severely damaged, and more than 200 aircraft were destroyed. A total of 2,400 Americans were killed and 1,200 more wounded, many while valiantly attempting to repulse the attack. Japan's losses were some 30 planes, five missiles, submarines and fewer than 100 men. Fortunately for the United States, all three Pacific Fleet carriers were out to sea on training maneuvers. These giant aircraft carriers would have their revenge against Japan just six months later in the Battle of Midway, reversing the tide against the previously invincible Japanese Navy in a spectacular victory. The day after Pearl Harbor was bombed, President Roosevelt appeared before a joint session of Congress and declared... Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. 
the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. After a brief and forceful speech, he asked Congress to approve a resolution recognizing the state of war between the United States and Japan. The Japanese bombers, a swarm too big to handle, kamikaze pilots, and the attack on Pearl Harbor, December the 7th, 1941, on this day in history. 